Okay. Oh. I hope you're ready. I didn't ask. I'm not. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving. Hey? Um, whoops, we accidentally skipped songs. Um, who? <laughs> That's our new theme music, apparently. Uh, well, oh, now I have to find my notes. Oh, dear. It's a perfect start. Can you hear me? Welcome back to A Bad Case of Loving Who. I'm Thomas Medina, and joining me, can you hear me? It's Christopher Stennett. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. But from the sounds of it, it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, the episode today we're talking about is called Can You Hear Me? Mm. Um, and it's written by Chris Chibnall and Charlene James and directed by Emma Sullivan. Uh, I think both of them are newcomers to Doctor Who. This is the first time they've worked on an episode. Um, would you like to hear the IMDb synopsis? Yes. Oh, I would. Really? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> Got my hopes up. Okay, well, this is what IMDb says. From ancient Syria to present-day Sheffield and out into the wilds of space, something is stalking the Doctor and infecting people's nightmares. I feel like the first half of that Mm. synopsis is really, like, bright and happy. And then the second half is all about getting hunted by someone who's infecting you with nightmares. Mm. So it's two sides of a coin. Indeed. So, we have a cold open. Yeah, we do. I remember it being... I remember either thinking it was quite long or quite short, and I forget which, but maybe it was neither. I don't think it was too long. Yeah. And I don't think it was short either. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know why I thought that. But what... I I was surprised how much we saw of the monster, I think. Yes, I was. So quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I didn't mind the claw grabbing yeah, the, the face. The, oh, yeah, the f- but I think they um went too far with the shots, and they have the yeah whole head or something. yeah that's right because the claw um, they could have gone yeah. on that but um but yeah then you see its whole head or something. Mm. Um, the claw moment was good, but I was like yeah I don't know the. I feel like there was something mm. missing. Like, often the editing feels a bit weird. I feel like they were still talking while the claw was coming over. Mm. When really that should be a moment where we're just in horror and the music's doing something. But they were yeah. they were like, "Oh no, you shouldn't have." Bloody blah, and the Don't claws coming over. Don't all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like it when you struggle. Because it was it was a scary claw. Mm. That's for sure. Mm. Uh, and so that monster Mm. is and I think I know more about the episode this week than last week so correct me if I'm wrong just heads up but that monster is basically her nightmare come real yes yeah yeah I get it I know what was going on in this episode (laughs) well we'll find some patches that I'm a bit hazy but um um so that's in aleppo syria yes circa 1380 um yep. and 
Great. Then mm-hmm. we've got all the... Well, this is another episode where all the companions are a bit kind of split up. Yeah. To begin with. At first I was thinking, well, the companions have gone off, so maybe this will be just the Doctor. Yeah. Oh, because she has a whole long good bit yeah. where she's doing the talking to herself thing. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Jodie Whittaker's Doctor <laughs> hasn't done that much. Yes. She's always Just talking to herself. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember having the same thought. Like, is this going to be just the Doctor on her own? And it was going well. Indeed. But then, no, they all come together at the end. Yeah. And again, there's a big crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Really? It's fairly obvious, reasonably straight away, that somehow Ryan and Yaz and Graham and their family or friends are involved. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because it's, um, what do they say? It's uh, lunchtime again, so back home, see you next lunchtime. Yeah. So they meet up in Earth lunchtimes, go off on adventures, and then come back an hour later. Mm. Um, so they can see people. Um, yeah, that, uh, it's interesting how often they're doing that this series. Mm. I mean, Found I'm referencing it. Strange that everyone, um, strange that everyone was sort of involved at first. Everyone was what? That everyone was involved, like Yaz went oh, home yeah. and then Graham and then Ryan. Yeah. It was a bit too coincidental yeah that's true at first I was yeah because but it makes sense at the end with yeah him actually needing the doctor that's true yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I, so yeah because they all then the three companions have different little side stories um, they do it's hard to know where to start maybe we'll just go the doctor first okay um, yep <laughs> So the doctor's kind of investigating this mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the name of the person in Syria? It is. I've got it here. Um, Tahira. Yep, Tahira. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. So she. Well, the, at first the doctor's like, "What should I do to mm. kill some time?" Yeah. Kind of. Which is, I mean, that's one of the many points in this episode where it's a bit. Don't you have a time machine? Mm. Kind of. Um, the other bit <laughs> the is when... Never she, works, apart when, from last week, when it worked perfectly. When it works really well. <laughs> um, like that bit in this episode when she gets calls from all three companions at the same time. Yeah. And she's in, what, 1380 Syria? Yeah. Um, like, how does that work? How does she get these calls at the same time when they're from the 21st century? <laughs> it's a very good signal. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's relative to the time they left each other or something. Um, maybe. Who knows how their phones work. Um, but yes, Doctor meets Tahira. Mm-hmm. Um, and Monster. And Monster. A scary Monster. And then... They get... Well, they get to that ship. Well, or, um, um, station. So first, the doctor finds the piece of hair. Oh yeah, the piece of hair that then doesn't exist. Yes, yeah. So she's onto it. 
mm. onto this mystery. Well, and then how do what leads to yeah on something yeah then what leads them to that space station place um the Graham's vision oh yeah Graham's vision of course yes. of course of course so yeah Graham's having this vision while playing cards let's talk yes. about Graham and his lovely mates <laughs> um just seemed like a nice group yeah I wonder who was winning yeah <laughs> it, it, it like it makes a lot of sense you can really believe that's how Graham would spend his time yeah with a couple of friendly lads like that um cards <laughs> yeah um and yeah so he's having this vision and he sees a lot of stuff I was um at first I was um a bit um what's the word a bit taken back by the graphics that they had so it wasn't um it just looked a bit strange for a companion to have visions right like with the planets yeah yeah and again like we Mm. mentioned a few weeks ago I mean one thing about these last two series is like pretty constantly amazing special effects uh, visual Mm. effects yeah whoever's doing that is pretty much always nailing it the show Mm. has never really looked better in that department definitely amazing and yeah and just those little flashes of like in his head and and memories Mm. and stuff whatever effects they're using really slick um so then they meet up and the doctor straps a thing to his head so they can get to wherever that is coming from Mm. kind of and they get to this space station where what's going on there um pretty cool pretty cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um I, I I'm a bit hazy on all the like there's a woman stuck in the eye thing um but regardless of that we meet our villains, basically. Yeah. Do you think maybe we should go back to Yes and Ryan? Um, oh, well, we could do that now. Or, um, yeah, sure. Let, well, let's do Ryan. So... He's playing FIFA. Yes, true. <laughs> yeah. And playing well, it seems. Mm. Yeah. I'm winning. He hasn't lost it, <laughs> as he says. Um... Yeah, and did and you his... notice that he was wearing a, a shirt that seemed like football shirt? I I noticed that. What kind of football shirt was it? It was probably some classic sort of shirt. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't identifiable. I don't. Ah, uh, okay. All right. A bit generic. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And his do you, what's his friend's name? I didn't get that. Uh, Nick Durant, do you know? Oh well, his friend. <laughs> Yeah. His one good friend who have we seen before? Was he in the first episode? I think he might have been playing basketball, playing basketball with him. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but obviously hasn't been doing that well. Yep, yep. Um, has been... 
Having nightmares. Having nightmares about... Mm. Do we know? I forget. Something. Oh, yeah, he says something, yeah. Oh, yeah, he says something, but we don't actually see it. Yeah. Um, But something about this guy being there and then being in his room. Yeah, that's right. Um, And, yeah, and Ryan, throughout this episode, expresses all these concerns about, like, uh, growing distant from his mates while he's off in the TARDIS. Indeed. Um, which is an and interesting thing. I think Gaz as well was feeling the distance from her sister. That's true, yes. Her sister, who she didn't really want to celebrate the anniversary of something with. <laughs> Do we know what it was? Yeah. No idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was trying to work out myself. I'm not sure if we, yeah, have been told that. Mm. Which is interesting because it kind of felt like something we should know. But yeah. Felt um, kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, another mystery. And if mm. we didn't need, uh, if we didn't have enough yeah. mysteries, I feel like they explained Yaz's then becoming a cop three years ago thing. Yeah. A bit too much, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. So Yaz's thing is she's uh. Well, she's seeing this nightmare that's reminding her of this time she was running away from home Mm. and from school bullying um, and this policewoman helped her out. Yes. And, um, yeah, I I really liked the... I liked a lot of it. I I really liked the end of it, actually. I thought it was quite Mm. sweet, the end of that story. Um, and I feel like we haven't seen stories about Yaz like that, really. She's, no, I haven't. Of the three companions, she's usually the most sidelined. Um, so that was nice. But at the same time, I was thinking, when it was three years ago, how do you work on the TARDIS troll into that? Yeah, was that... Yeah, only three years ago seems... Like, Unlikely. Like, not long yeah. to already be in the police herself and all mm-hmm. that. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. good for her. Yeah, well done, yes. Yeah, well done, yes. <laughs> um, so, well, the villains. Yes. These two the gods. immortal beings yes. called Zelin and Rakaya. 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 However you want to say it. Um, Was it mentioned in the episode? Oh, I'm not even sure. I found this online. Um, So they were pretty cool. Yeah. I liked them in a lot of ways. Kind Mm. of these... At first, Zelen reminded me of um, the Dream Lord. I was a bit like, oh, who's this guy who seems really confident in just like mocking the Doctor? Um, Which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But basically, that finger thing he does—that's pretty freaky. <laughs> well, I must. Thought the graphics on that were um, pretty good. Yeah. But also, they could have—they could have included more blood. <laughs> I mean, more blood would have probably made sense. Yeah. In that moment, but the um the finger going into their ears literally made me like jump and I was quite a surprise Mm. um, effect particularly because it doesn't go in like fingernail Mm. side 
it goes yeah. in like the open end. It does. That's even, for some reason that's even more squirmish for me. <laughs> it's not just like sticking your finger in someone's ear. It's sticking the inside of your finger in someone's ear. Yeah. When you put it that way. And it doesn't just go in like that. It goes up to it and then plop. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just a quite confronting moment. <laughs> Uh, unexpected, <laughs> but well done. That's quite Doctor Who. Yeah. It's quite a, quite a Doctor Who thing to do. I thought the design of the villain this week was very good. Yeah, simple but very effective. Yeah, simple should have shaved head, a couple of yeah. tattoos, and a dark cloak. Yeah, some good taunting. Yeah. They were really cool. And then, uh, speaking of, like, amazing, like, visual effects, the bit where they're in that street and they're, like, sucking all mm. the nightmares out of, like, all the houses, that was a very good-looking mm. um, kind of shot. It was, uh, looked amazing. Even if I was starting to get a bit confused about how it all worked. <sighs> but I believed it because it looked so good. <laughs> <laughs> they also... I mean, the Zellan reminded me a little bit of um just the style of what he did in this episode reminded me a bit of tim shaw um from last series yeah just because he's this kind of confident villain like swaggering around Mm. um yeah a bit of a tim shaw vibe good old tim shaw Mm. Uh, rest in peace yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Um, oh, and so what did you think of their animation backstory moment? Um, I think the backstory, how they did it though with those animation and cartoon struggling I found rather childish. Oh, really? Right, that was probably one of my favourite bits. I really liked it. That's good. Yeah. It reminded me of, um... One of the last Harry Potter films has mm-hmm. this whole animation moment where they're explaining the Deathly Hallows or something. Okay. I haven't seen it in a long time. But, um, but yeah, it was just so it was so different to everything mm-hmm. else. Um, but also, again, I, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't quite take it in. I'd ha- I'll have to rewatch it. I wasn't taking in the story they were talking about because mm-hmm. I was confused about other things <laughs> I'm just so often confused about the editing and what's the point of the episode yeah when we get to about 20-25 minutes in and I don't know the point of the episode <laughs> which is happening happening a lot lately it is um and I feel like that's a little bit of a problem <laughs> yeah just yeah. in this episode yeah led to believe that um the other god is trapped yeah trapped and yeah. they have to get her out Yes. Not the name at all. Yeah. And it takes like 20 minutes for all the companions to like Mm. get involved in the story. Like you can get away with that, I think, in a two-parter. But in a single episode, it means the second half doesn't have much substance. Mm. Um, Yeah. Um, I wrote down, they making nightmares seem real? Yes, see, I, I got it. Um, <laughs> uh, 
we've talked about Ryan. Mm. Um, and of course, so, well, the kind of social theme of this episode about mental health this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Ryan's friend talk to some people at the end. Yes. And well, we're jumping around a little bit. We'll get yeah. to the conclusion of the plot, but also um, like Graham's whole thing, seeing Grace mm. um, and getting scared about what if his cancer comes back. Yes. And the moment where he tells the doctor about that. What did you make of that moment? Because there's a lot <laughs> that you could say about this moment. Yes. Um, well, first thing I said... Were Fran and Yaz listening? <laughs> True, yeah. Were they just like... <laughs> well, that's awkward. <laughs> their um, conversation seemed to flow exactly after that one. <laughs> and they were only a few metres away. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a huge TARDIS console, so... Um, so I would say that first of all. Yeah. But um, also, um, the dog's reaction very um interesting because I would have thought she'd be all action sort of thing making scans yeah yeah true yeah. yeah there's a few things there the first like you say scans lately she's seemed mm. to be able to wave her sonic screwdriver at everything and <laughs> know what it is so or in this episode just... not know what it is yeah exactly so surprised she didn't just wave that at him Mm. But um, but yeah, because like you say, on the one hand, it felt very doctorish. Yeah. It was a cool and funny, quirky kind of doctorish moment when she's like, um, "I'm just gonna oh, go over yeah. and fiddle with this." I'll think of something in a minute. Yeah, would have been good to say, but yeah. <laughs> but then on the other hand, it feels like Jodie Whittaker's doctor should really have something nice to say mm. she's the like caring kind one of all the recent doctors mm. and it's also doctorish to say something like really comforting so yeah so kind of mm. weird moment maybe she knows oh well, maybe she know. maybe graham is the timeless child <laughs> <laughs> oh we got something on that Oh, on the timeless child, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So the doctor's little like nightmare. Yes. Which. So we see a similar flashback kind of thing. Yeah, when I first saw the flashback, I thought the background was um. That, luxury palace that we see in, Orphan Fifty Five. Oh I think. yeah, yeah. It seemed a bit vaguely familiar. Yeah. But I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I guess we've been assuming it's Gallifrey, mm. but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a child. Yeah. And But no new information, really, apart from that, is there? Well, there's a child which... I'll go on to this later, but... Um, we'd, maybe we assume that child is timeless child yeah i i hope she is otherwise they're really throwing us a um not a red salmon red herring (laughs) (laughs) couldn't think of the fish pink salmon (laughs) yeah yeah it's a real pink salmon um 
Yeah. So, I mean, they're still building away at it slowly, but yeah. this is episode seven and there are only three more. So, yeah. Have to do get somewhere. Do we know yet what those um, t- titles are? We do know. Okay. And I have read them. You have? Would you like to know what they are? Yes, please. Great. Let's talk about them in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> in a few minutes. First, we'll go back to something that seemed odd in the episode, oh, which yeah. was the Doctor and the Sonic not being able to identify the how in the first part. Oh, yeah. And then suddenly being able to identify and control the fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was powerful. Because oh, I yeah. thought the fingers were like... Um, parts of the the selling or yep, as well, which the selling register on the Sonic. I don't know, I forget. Mm. But yeah, certainly controlling the fingers is quite powerful. It's like magic yeah. wand stuff at that point for sure. Mm. Um, and not the hair. <laughs> what is it like wood? Like on wood. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. And so, how did it all resolve? Um, oh, yes. So she stuck the finger in both Z- of them, Zelen and the other, and one. they both returned the orb prison thing. Yes. Both thing I want to know is so the two. Groups of people on the planets. Can they even live on the planets anymore? You're asking the wrong person. I <laughs> have <laughs> okay. no idea about um, all that. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah, there's a lot there. It all wraps up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Um. Yeah. We need our companions to have all their touching yes. stories wrap up. <laughs> because it's, it's quite a big episode really isn't it mm. um, they cram a lot in because each companion has their own side thing yeah. and it's quite a big main story mm. and, and again so international across yeah. across a thousand years and from Syria to space to Sheffield yeah. yeah I wonder if they can just manage at some point like a midnight or something. Yes, a sink room. Yeah. I feel like at this point it'd be nice to see. <laughs> a bit more restraint. Not that, you know, big is terrible. No. Big is fun. Um, let's see. Anything else about the episode before we get to both our famous segment and future episode titles? Um... Oh, well, I'm pretty sure I'll have nightmares tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. About fingers, probably. Mm. Um, You're about fingers. Yeah, in general, I think I liked this episode more than some... Mm. Than most of the series. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. But... And I liked it. It was, like, kind of dark and weird and a bit mm. creepy and a lot going on. But a bit clunky. That's all. Hmm. I liked that um, it was a good horror sort of story, but really the characters were the ones dropping it, not mm. the not the 
scary bits at all. Yeah, true. Yeah. Awesome. Um, would you like to hear these future episode titles? Yes, please. Episode eight is The Haunting of Villa Diodati. Yep. Episode nine is Ascension of the Cybermen. And episode ten is The Timeless Children. They're doing both. <laughs> so that's how, that, um, yeah, that's pretty funny, isn't it? Because it's quite clear from that <laughs> that we're going, oh, one more fun episode, and then the lone Cybermen will be dealt with, and then it'll tie into the Timeless mm. Children somehow. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, a, a lot must happen in these last few episodes. Because. They mm. built up a lot. Um, mm. And that the last those last two episodes are written by Chris Chibnall, so yeah, they'd have to have something to do that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be very interesting. Mm. Okay, are you ready for the famous segment, the one that everybody talks about? Yes, it's not so famous. Oh. Um, this is it. Everything you think you know is a lie. We're not who we were told we are. The segment. <laughs> All right. Everything's a lie. What do you think is going to be revealed as a twist or a lie or something that we didn't ex- expect at the end? Well, I was thinking along the lines of Thomas Child and mm-hmm. the child we see we think maybe is the tallest child but I'm thinking yeah she may not <laughs> um as we were saying earlier pink salmon oh okay so yeah, the child um, we see in those flashbacks is not the timeless child is that's your... what I'm saying very good but I was I said that earlier so <laughs> um maybe this time I'll think <laughs> of something different which involves the monster we see at the start. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, figment of... Um... Um... Uh... uh Tahira. Tahira. A figment of her imagination. Yeah. So, maybe we could have other figments of imagination. Oh, that's mm. a good one. I like that. Graham could be a figment of the Doctor's imagination. That's right. Oh, that'd be good if... <laughs> have any, unfortunately, all of the companions have probably interacted with each other. Mm. But it'd be cool if it turned out one of them wasn't actually there. And we flash back to all these moments and mm. they weren't actually there. <laughs> they don't exist. Mm. Oh, I like that. Okay. Here's mine. Um, <laughs> and I... Again, I feel like mine aren't very relevant to the episode we just watched, but I like how yours often are. But here's mine. Gallifrey never really existed. (laughs) The Doctor and the Master have lived so long that they made it up in their heads and they believe it existed, but Mm -hmm. it actually doesn't and it never did. Now, don't overthink... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking it's related to the Thomas children. Mm-hmm. Because you notice how it's always been Thomas Child and now the episode's called Thomas Children. Yeah, that's true. So it's... So... I think it's 
referring to the master and the daughter lines. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they made it up. But Gallifrey doesn't exist. Mm. <laughs> Alright, we will see you in, in just a few weeks which Indeed. of these are true and which of them are absolutely not. <laughs> which is probably 100% of them. Yep. I think we can have like a so there'll be the tenth episode where we recap the season. Yeah. Then there might be like an extra episode where we go through all the predictions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we just shake our heads <laughs> a lot. Oh. All right. So that will probably do it for mm-hmm. the um, episode called "Can You Hear Me?" Sorry about. Oh. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Sorry, I was. It was just there, and I had to do it at least once. Of course. Even though I shouldn't have. So. I forgive that one. Um, here to play us out is a track called The Dream of Siberia from A Nightmare in Silver because of the nightmare connection and also because the lone Cyberman is coming. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or any other podcast app to this podcast. We're also on Spotify and Pocketcasts. And the final words are with Chris. That would be a good episode. Bring back the the snowman that Matt Smith plays in the episode. Ooh.